Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Tuesday, April 13th. There is certainly a healthy amount of buzz about the return of the Ford Bronco. Ford says sales are hot, dealers want as much product as possible, and they're willing to shell out some big money for the new family of SUVs. In an unusual twist, it's the Ford dealer network that is clamoring for facility upgrades, standalone facilities with a Bronco logo, unique features, and all fully funded by the dealers. It was the idea of the retail network, not the factory. At the request of the dealers, Ford created renderings for standalone stores and agreed to reward those who opened one by slightly increasing their Bronco allocations. Ford officials expect about 100 dealers to build Bronco showrooms, which will be near or connected to existing Ford stores and feature the SUV's horse logo instead of the blue oval. A separate store is one of several optional facility improvements Ford has developed for dealers to show off one of the most highly anticipated nameplates in years. It comes as rival Jeep prepares to add hundreds of standalone showrooms and a little more than a decade after Ford trimmed its portfolio and retail network to focus exclusively on the Ford and Lincoln brands. To talk about this development and the nuances behind the program, we've reached Automotive News Ford reporter Mike Martinez in Detroit. It's always great to have him back on the show. Mike Martinez, how are you? Doing good, Jason. How about you? Good. Very intrigued by your page one story in Automotive News, uh, Monday, April 12th, on a whole new plan for Bronco and its retail network. But the funny twist here, if you can walk us through this, the funny twist is this is not factory mandated. This is kind of its own unique animal. Tell me, so to speak, (laughs) tell me about the Bronco showrooms. Yeah, well, really, anytime you think about facility upgrades... Uh, or facility improvements, it's kind of a sore spot between dealers and the factory. Uh, But somehow this is not the case with Ford. And that's because there's no mandatory facility upgrades when it comes to the Bronco and the Bronco Sport, their family of off-roaders. The dealers, however, wanted something. They wanted to showcase these new vehicles in the best light possible. So they went to Ford and said, hey, could you give us some type of guidance. We want to do something cool. What can you offer us? So Ford mocked up some renderings, which we reported uh, this week for standalone Bronco facilities. They also are offering some smaller packages within existing showrooms. But if dealers want, they can create separate stores to sell the Bronco. And how many stores does Ford expect um, will be built and what will they consist of? Well, Ford told me they have about 100 dealers with plans to build or open one right now, and that could only grow, right? We're still a couple months out from Bronco deliveries beginning uh, in the summer. So that's, you know, 100 out of more than 3,000, but it's still a significant number. Now, the renderings call for showrooms that are about 3,800 square feet. They have room for three vehicles to display inside. And crucially, there is an accessories wall uh, to help display all these add-ons that Ford really thinks can help boost their dealers' bottom line. I think they're selling something like 
plus accessories at launch for the Bronco SUV. And when when you think about the the fact that a Ford logo would not be placed outside the store, instead it's a Bronco logo, it's kind of revolutionary, right, Mike? Yeah, this is a pretty big deal. You think about Ford as a company, and you know it's been about a decade since we've seen a non-Ford or non-Lincoln showroom, right, when they shut all those brands during the Great Recession. So to offer this for the Bronco, it, it's big for them, and it can really only be looked at through the lens of they want to compete with Jeep. They want Bronco to be seen as credible in this off-road space. And what's Jeep doing right now? They're open at a bunch of standalone stores with their dealer body, so Bronco is trying to, to match them there. Give me some examples of dealers who you talk to who are going to go forward with this. What did they have to say to you? Well, they're excited. I talked with the chairman of Ford's National Dealer Council, Tim Hovick. He, he operates Santan Ford down in Arizona. He's obviously excited. He worked with Dealer Council and the company to sort of come up with these optional plans. And he thinks it's really going to be a, a, a way for customers to sort of tell that something's new, something new is going on. That's how he put it to me. His store is going to be sitting right on a freeway. He said it's essentially going to be a, a walking, well, not walking, but an advertisement for the company that they got something new, they got something exciting going on. And then over in Columbus, Ohio, the Reicherts, who we know pretty well, they're planning to build one as well. They're going to use an existing building uh, that used to be a Mazda showroom that they've since gotten rid of. And they really want to do this again, to compete with Jeep, right? When you think of that, it's it's a lifestyle brand. These customers are enthusiasts. They, they're in love with their vehicles. That's what uh, Jim Mosier, the GM, told me. And they want to develop that sort of passion uh, that the Jeep owners have with Bronco. And they think having this destination to go to, to check out the accessories, to check out the vehicles, to hang out. There's you know plans for fire pits and things of that nature uh, outside of the showroom. They want it to be a real destination to to develop that following. We'll hear more from Automotive News Ford reporter Mike Martinez after this. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. You talked to Andrew Frick in your story. Uh, it's that he is Ford's head of U.S. sales. 
What did he tell you about the development of this program and also maybe dealer input here? Yeah, well, it, it was exactly that. They had a lot of dealer input. The dealers came to them, you know, asking for something, but obviously, you know, it's not a one size fits all. You know, the dealers of, of different sizes, some with multiple brands. Um, so they sort of develop plans to fit really every dealer that they have. And they range from something as simple as, you know, guidance for a in showroom display you know, maybe some rocks or some cool wallpaper or things of that nature um, in an existing showroom. They have plans to expand an existing showroom, but without adding a standalone building. And then as we've been talking about, they have plans for that separate store as well. So they tried to sort of hit every mark there and offer dealers, again, completely optional, a way to show off their Broncos in the best light possible. Completely optional uh, when it when it comes to the investment side of it. But you know when other Ford dealers see what the Bronco stores look like, you know the way dealers are, Mike. I mean, this is going to be a peer, a peer pressure thing, isn't it? I think so. I, and that's why I say they, they say about 100 right now. I can only imagine that's going to grow. You know, if you see somebody down the road with, you know, this shiny new building, right? And let's be honest, you go to autonews.com, you take a look at these photos. It looks really, really good. Sort of this black paneled siding, a lot of wood accents, stone, uh, a lot of greenery. It's it's pretty nice. I, I would think that if some dealers see some success, some success at their uh, competitors' spots, they may want to do the same thing. So, what is something like this that looks that good cost? Well, Ford's a little cagey there. Uh, they say that it's going to vary, you know, on a case by case basis. I've been told uh, from a couple sources that it could. You know, it's definitely a seven-figure investment. Uh, it could range, you know, depending on how much you want to do. Again, the the Ford plans call for something at about, you know, 4,000 square feet. Um, but some dealers are using buildings that are, you know, larger than that, so they could have more room. You know, it's it's not – you don't have to build it exactly as Ford says. Again, these are just kind of guidelines if you want to. We've seen – uh, some other icons transition to uh, a whole new product uh, form and structure. And I think of the Mustang and the Mach-E, which obviously is not a sports car anymore. Could we see the day when there's also a Mustang standalone brand? Well, I don't have any official reporting on that, but it's you kind of think that's the way things are going, right? Under Jim Farley, Ford has really placed an emphasis on developing what they call, you know, passion brands and leaning on their icons. And when they say icons, they mean Mustang, they mean Bronco, they mean F-150. And we've seen that, you know, with Bronco, they didn't just bring back a single vehicle. They have a family of vehicles with the Bronco Sport, the two-door and the four-door. We've also reported that they're planning to bring a Bronco pickup in 2024. Now that timing could obviously change and those planes could obviously change, but it appears to be in the works for right now. Uh, Mustang, sort of the same situation. Like you said, you have the Mach-E as a crossover, uh, all electric, sort of expanding the idea of what a Mustang is. So you wonder if maybe Ford might start to do more of these sort of offshoot sub-brands. Let's talk about the demand for Bronco. What are you seeing so far? There's been a lot of hype. There's been a lot of marketing. How's it going on the sales side, Mike? Well, Ford has said they've taken 190,000 reservations, and that's for the two-door and the four-door Bronco SUV that does not include the Bronco Sport crossover, uh, which is already on sale. Uh, But for the Bronco SUV, 
they're converting those 190,000 orders so far at a 66% conversion rate to actual orders. And they're super pleased with that number. They were thinking it might have even been a little lower. And they've told me um, in that 66%, a majority of that number is for the, the higher trim model. So they're super pleased. Uh, there's a couple production hiccups happening right now because of COVID that have some of the roofs uh, delayed. And that's why we've seen the slight delay from the spring to the summer. But they're ready to go at Michigan Assembly Plant. The, the Broncos are being made. They're being you know, uh, constructed fine. It's just there's an issue with some of the hardtop roofs that they have to wait on. Ford stock has gone up. Mike, uh, considerably in the last uh, six months or so. What do you make of that? Well, I think some of it is sort of the fact that we're finally seeing the fruits of what they've been talking about for years, right? Under Jim Hackett as CEO, they started this transformation of the company. They cut jobs. They got rid of vehicles like their their cars, Taurus, the Fusion, the Focus, and Wall Street was always sort of hungry for more details. Well, what exactly are you going to are you going to do? What exactly will these new vehicles be to replace the sedans that you're cutting? Well, now under Jim Farley, we're finally seeing the fruits of those labors, right? The Maki is out now. The Bronco will be out soon. The redesigned F-150 is out. So the things that Ford has been talking about are finally starting to happen, and I think the investors are starting to buy in. It's an interesting story. Uh, you can read all about the Bronco showrooms of the future on autonews.com and also the pages of Automotive News this week, April 12th. Mike Martinez, thanks so much for joining me again. Thanks for having me. We reached Ford reporter Mike Martinez in Detroit. And that's Daily Drive for Tuesday, April 13th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of nearly 300 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Wednesday. <laughs>